0: Says you are live. Now we problem. the notifications saying we're live. Oh I guess hit buttons probably. Alright, here we go. Look. Now, same, we're live. That's uh that's what happens when you turn the shit on. And you have your sound still up. Alright. Check Facebook. Check YouTube, 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 and YouTube. All right, man, we just waiting for Kim. She had to visit the little room. So while we were waiting for her, just kind of get everything ready here for this episode. You know what? I don't even know if I oh, you know what, her microphone's not even in place yet. Shit. Why are we never live right ready for this shit? There. Hello, Tom. How you doing? How's the evening or early morning, I should say, in Idaho? Oh, Lord almighty. Oh. Been a fun week. That's for sure. Just kind of waiting for Kim to get it done. She had to run to the restroom. When she's done, then she got here and we'll get ready to go. Oh, <sighs> yeah. It's way too hot, yeah.
1: yeah I had just actually turned the AC down in here. Um, normally, we just keep it at 78, but it wasn't kicking on enough to deal with the show, so it was getting a little warm in here, plus the humidity's high up, down here. And so I just kicked it on, and kicked it down to about 75 and see what the hell goes on. <laughs> Thank you, Don.
0: Yeah, yeah, yep. Definitely getting,
1: we're hoping to have a great show. We'll say that. It'll definitely be in the uh, chat tomorrow night for you guys' show. That was a great episode you guys had last week. It just sucks I wasn't able to be on it during during the live part of it. It would be fun to be in there. But enjoyed it.
0: It was really good. Uh, still just waiting on Kim right now. And there's Kelly. Martin Kelly. Just waiting on Kim right now. That's what we're doing. Just BS and having a little fun. Waiting for Kim.
1: Wondering how the ranks are gonna or blah, 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 blah. how the. Uh, wondering if she's gonna have a rant. I'm thinking of a a shirt, a new shirt. It'd be like I got I gotta get Kim to get mad, and then take the shirt. Get while she's mad. Either holding. Uh, I'm thinking like uh Norman Bates style with a knife in her hand and then um instead of like to be or not to be it'll be Kim to rant or not to rant
0: <laughs> there's Kim yeah oh, sorry I got too hot I had to put my hair out of my face and I'll yeah. right. yes I come equipped
2: with an iPad
1: you come equipped with an iPad.
2: I did come equipped with an iPad.
1: All right. <laughs> well, since you we came with that iPad, I will uh, air drop this to you right now.
0: Okay. There you go. Accept.
1: All right. I we got everything ready in place, do
2: Yep, we do. All right, well, oh, have... that's what that is. Okay.
1: Well, just like I agree. You know, okay. every, everything has to ask you now. It's like. Are you okay with cookies?
2: Yeah, exactly. Right. Okay, so where does this start? Oh, I see. Okay.
1: Yeah, All yeah right. we'll get to it.
2: I know. I got to close everything out because now I'm getting ads like Tokyo
1: 2020. Well, yeah, because well, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's an NBC <laughs> sports theme. Oh, look, now you got, well, you just hit the table.
2: Yes, yeah, sorry. Oh, yeah, lovely.
0: Oh, it. Like just. No, it's an ad on this page. Uh, Right. They made it so you can't, oh, you gotta be shitting me.
1: Oh, there you go. That's about as bad as NBC Sports. I
2: know. Friggin'. Every
1: went, time. Went on, no, no. I went on the sports app uh-huh. before we started the show. Okay. I went on the NBC Sports app. Okay. And normally it just shows NBC Sports and you only tells me what we got coming up. Or, uh-huh. and it, you know, it, it was all prepared for the Olympics. Okay. You know, I'm cool with that. Then I go down I'm looking for like NASCAR, you know, the NASCAR spots and uh-huh. shit. And none of it's there. Really? Our track passes in there. I'm like, what the fuck? Come and find out they split NBC's sports app in two. So okay. now you gotta click between Tokyo Olympics and regular NBC sports.
2: Oh god. Like, yeah, could, and the Olympics aren't even gonna have fans this year.
1: Well, well, yeah, but this isn't that kind of a podcast. This episode's not about the Olympics.
2: Ah, uh, stupid. Not really
1: good. We're not going to, we're not going to do the Olympics, are we?
2: Uh, No. Okay. That would be, that would be requiring it, requiring watching it. And I only watch maybe one event and that's the gymnastics.
1: So you watch, yeah, you watch that in the, in the uh, summer.
2: Uh, yes. Yeah, summer. I think
1: summer for some, me, I mean, I do watch the golf. I watch baseball and softball. I think they are having those back this year. Yeah. Uh, some of the swimming, diving, that you like.
2: Yeah, swimming and diving too, but mine's but mine's mainly gymnastics.
1: Olympics, <laughs> rant. <laughs> no, 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 no. We don't have No, no there's
2: have, other rants that are coming tonight, so. Oh, so
1: you're going to rant tonight?
2: I am going to rant.
1: <laughs> wow. <we're, laughs> damn. Just
2: fair warning. Well, hell,
1: let's just go ahead and get this show on the road. Oh, <laughs> Since Kim's already saying she's going to rant, let's uh, get ready for this.
2: (laughs) I am. Okay. (laughs) You know what they're on. (laughs) Do I? Yes, you do. You know what one of them's on.
0: Hmm.
1: (laughs) Welcome to Using and Views. I'm Scott. And I'm Kim. And if you heard that in that beginning part, we were talking about what Kim likes saying. Kelly also said she likes gymnastics.
2: That's that's the only thing I basically want.
1: Let's just just cut to the chase, okay? We know who's going to win gold this year.
2: It'll probably be Simone again.
1: No, it ain't going to probably be Simone. (laughs) It's going to be Simone.
2: Well, she's the Mary Lou of this generation.
1: Exactly.
2: I watched when Mary Lou performed in the Olympics.
1: Well, I mean, by the gray hair, you can definitely tell that. Yes, we all. Well, I did, too. So I got the gray. You don't
2: No, You know, and I think a lot is attributed to my dad.
1: No, no. Your dad still don't really have no. He really still don't, he still don't have gray.
2: No, he don't. Fuckers. He don't.
1: At least I think my dad, my dad turned.
2: judging.
1: <laughs> no, that was only in Salt Lake.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, God. We want to talk about a rant. Oh my god! It's good. <laughs> thing there was no podcast back then, and I was doing a show because, oh fuck, I would have lost it with that uh, figure skating one.
2: Oh yeah, were the were they tied for gold?
1: No, it wasn't gold. Was it gold? Yeah, no, it was gold. gold. It wasn't gold, but yeah. Now I was we're it not.
2: gold or was it silver? I, uh, I'll have to look it up because now I'm curious. Yeah, right. Now I'm curious. might have
1: been for gold
2: because I thought it was for gold. Because it was yeah, the, the Russian, should,
1: the one team that should have got the gold. It maybe it was gold. It was the because the one team that should have got gold didn't get gold, and the Ru- yeah, it was probably the Russian team that got the gold.
2: It was the Russian team that got the gold because bullshit. the Canadian team was supposed That's to right. be the That's supposed right. to have the gold, oh, and fuck.
1: they had a great, they had a great fucking. Oh, I eat, we're not going. They had two thousand two. Well, they had a better. Pro- it was twenty fucking years ago. I know, but we're they, talking about it. I know, what but the fuck.
2: I know, but. <laughs> They had a better show than the Russians did.
1: By the way, in case y'all didn't know.
2: <laughs>
1: Kim's coffee. Sorry. This is episode 108. End
0: of
2: an era. At a lot speedway. Way.
1: Not happy about it. Not happy about uh-huh. it. Yep. Kelsey, I think it was gold. gold. Let's get into our... Uh, our uh Housekeeping? Sure. Housecle- <laughs> housekeeping.
2: Housekeeping. <laughs> Thank you to our Patreons, Luna Girl and Dragon Buddy, Don, Della Snooch, Sulsky, Brady, Big Lovin', (laughs) Hannah, Mikey, and Brinley, and Case.
1: You know, it's Don, Della Snooch, Sulsky, right? Yeah. It's not Don, Della Snooch, (laughs) Sulsky.
2: Oh, well, you know, it's one of those days. (laughs) You're
1: having one of those moments, huh?
2: Yes.
1: (laughs) All right. Well, you can join our Patreon. Go to Patreon.com, search for the creator bar (laughs) used and abused. And so, you know, it is $5 a month. We really haven't done much. I need to make some new posts. I thought about putting up a picture of me with my hoodlums from the 90s, where I've literally got my cowboy hat on. You can't, when I got both kids, when I have the picture with me and both kids, you can't see my smoking armadillo shirt. But if I put the one up with me and Colby, then you can see my shirt. Yeah. But, yep, I went through a phase. Anyways, check out our pod family, the Sidebar Cantina,
2: the Escape Pod,
1: which will be live tomorrow night. Yes, at it will. Seven p.m. Eastern ish. Yeah,
2: tomorrow night. Yeah, tomorrow night's Wednesday.
1: Today's Tuesday. Yeah,
2: today's Tuesday. Tomorrow night's Wednesday.
1: Where today? Sidebar yesterday. Where today?
2: Escape Pod tomorrow. 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 <laughs> yes.
1: Okay.
2: Just had to keep everything straight, right. you
1: know. And also check out Sweet Studios. Uh, he just he. Uh the last video I saw about him was um uh, they uh, his uh quarantine sessions.
2: Uh-huh.
1: They did uh Radiohead Creep.
2: Oh nice. Oh hell yeah, it
1: was great it was a great rendition. Um also Big Swede's excellent adventure, which a week ago from yesterday on Monday, a week ago Monday had uh Big Swede, Kelly, um, and uh and even uh Bronco Feder Tom joined in and it was just to fill the time for yeah. David Jason being gone for a week. Yeah. And then we decided to be gone too. But we had a lot of shit happen to us last week, which uh, we'll get into.
2: Yeah, we did.
1: And then of course check out Sweet's other channel, Tactical Sweet.
2: Don't forget to smash the like button. And if you are new to the channel, click subscribe. Then click the bell to be notified when we go live and update and upload new videos. <laughs>
1: you can find views and views on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and Tumblr Facebook and Instagram are pretty much the two places I go. Yes. I've, and stuff does get put to Twitter speaking of Twitter, we'll, we'll, I'm going to pump the brakes real quick on this. A couple of days ago I got on my personal channel, my personal personal channel. My yeah. personal while well, you have a personal YouTube channel too but I don't put much up on there. But my personal Twitter feed feed thing told me it was uh It was my Twitter anniversary.
0: Oh, wow. 12
1: fucking years. I've been on Twitter 12 fucking years. Yeah. And I still haven't. I think I barely got maybe 100 fucking tweets (laughs) under my personal. Yeah. Anyways.
2: Our email is usedandabusedpod at gmail.com and is spelled out A-N-D.
1: Go to our website, and that is usedabusedpod.com. It's all lowercase. Again, that'd be usedabusedpod.com.
2: Go to tpublic.com and search for usedabusedpod for our merch store. You can also find our merch store link on our website, on our social media and website.
1: All you had to do is to say and social media. And nobody would have realized you fucked it up besides everybody watching on YouTube and Facebook.
2: Lost my spot.
1: Lost your spot.
2: Huh? <laughs> yes.
1: Oh okay. Oh well, I, I was about ready to start clicking all the next ones.
2: Yeah, I know you were. Well, I
1: guess we'll make a little extra house clean because tonight Wait. will be episode one oh nine.
2: And it'll be the Kiss Annie biography part, part one.
1: One. one exactly. Oh,
2: that's a, that was awesome. Anyways, that was. But um,
1: we're on today's show.
2: Gymnastics on the other. it's
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, sort of a goal and that's a certain amount of (laughs) money
0: yeah 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 Mm -hmm.
1: oh anyways kim yes what was your week like i guess two weeks now you've been busy with work
2: yeah unfortunately
1: (laughs) still waiting to see if you get your vacation time
2: yes we are still waiting on that
1: and then last (coughs) week um mainly reason why i wasn't on a t s w the escape pods uh live show was um uh, i saw a facebook post from a friend of mine one of my one of my guy friends you know somebody uh-huh. well, actually probably one of my best friends from high school yeah. and actually i'll say he's my best friend from high school um that his twenty two year old daughter passed away yeah and it fuck it hit me pretty hard
0: yeah
1: you know, I mean, you know, I mean, even though Hannah's past 22, it's still, you know, it, it, as a parent, you don't want to, you, you don't want to think, ever to think about burying your children. I know. I mean, we're not supposed to bury our children. They're supposed no. to bury us.
2: Yeah.
1: You know, and so it, it hit me hard. It hit me pretty hard where I ended up calling Hannah and talking to her and not what I love her. And, yeah. And, you know, just, you know, Daddy got mushy. <laughs> gymnastics on the other hand. Yeah. Tom wants to be going back to gymnastics. Yes. <laughs> uh hopefully, hopefully, overall team USA will kick ass.
2: Oh, I hope so. I know they've got a different team this year.
1: But I don't know who's on. Yeah, I don't know who's on the fucking team this year. Well, anyway, so let's get into a little bit of racing news. And really, it's pretty much a damn blast of looks like it's just pure NASCAR. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, so on July 9th, it's reported that Peacock pre- will be premiering Chase Elliott documentary in August. Yes. That will be held, that will be hosted by uh, Delon Del Hart Del Jr.
2: Yep. Delon Hart Jr.
1: Speaking of Peacock. Yes. i the fucking brakes again. So,
2: you're going where I think you're going.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, we'll see. We'll see if I'm going where you think you're going. So, you know how. WWE Network is now no more in the United States. Okay, you didn't know that
2: they're not in the United States anymore.
1: WWE Network, just the net. You know how oh you yeah, used to, the
2: network. You yeah, used to have
1: its own app.
2: Yeah, I don't anymore and, because it. it
1: and all, it's all on Peacock. Peacock. Yeah. Well, they finally updated Peacock with all twenty three seasons of SmackDown.
2: <laughs> nice.
1: So, because and this is why I was wasn't on the. Uh, the sidebar show last night for most of the show is because my sleep schedule has gotten all fucked up in the last four days.
2: Yes, it has.
1: And, but I ended up looking at the Smackdown from October 21st, 2005, which is when it was released on UPN. Yeah. But it was actually, we filmed it actually Tuesday night.
2: Oh, okay. That
1: Tuesday. Anyways, me and your sister went to our our very first ever WWE event,
0: uh-huh. and
1: it was happened to be the, the fucking taping of SmackDown where we ended up bought to see, you know, bought tickets the mm-hmm. a few days before,
2: yeah,
1: and we were probably four four or five rows mm-hmm. off to the side of Taz and Michael Cole, about right behind, well, it wouldn't be right behind, but about four or five rows back from where the they ring the bell and shit.
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah.
1: Well. I got watching it again because it's been one of those fucking things where after we recorded it, still, and we've always been trying to search ourselves out. Well, at the end of the fucking show, I can see the shirt I'm fucking wearing, right? Yeah. Because it glows just right. Oh, yeah. But then I got searching on it well, on the WWE network, you know, especially now with the, uh, what you call uh, HD? Yeah. So I ended up, and
0: unfortunately, it's not going to be great, great, but. I'll t- zoom in really. Be- oh God, that isn't gonna work. Anyways, right where
1: my finger is gonna be on my phone. Okay, so that's Chris Masters, the wrestler, and where my fuck. Where my fingers at? That that girl right there. That is her sister, Karina. Yep. And the dude with the fucking arms up. Yelling at Chris Masters is me. (laughs) (laughs) It's when fucking Edge and Chris Masters showed up on SmackDown because that Monday night on Raw, JBL's music played. The previous Monday night, JBL's music played during Edge's match.
0: Uh
1: And Eric Beer's like, what are you going to do about this? Well, you watch Friday night and I'll tell you what I'm going to do. And so Edge come out. Speared fucking ray Mysterio. JBL went chasing after him. Masters gets in and starts throwing fucking... Yeah. Fucking starts throwing fucking Mysterio over place. Here comes all the fucking locker room. And then here comes Hardcore Harley, which then out goes Masters. Master. And that's where he was running away from Masters. And finally, after what, 2005, so we're, we're, what, four years from being 20 years, say about 16 years ago... Sixteen years later, I finally see where I can actually see see her. Yeah, in a really good shot. Oh yeah, so yeah. it was crazy. Right oh, on!
2: Wow.
1: Okay, I'm gonna have to go. Yeah, we'll have to look at that. 2004 episode of SmackDown. You can see me, Tom and his wife on the second row behind the ring. Nice.
2: Yeah, we'll have to look at it. Oh
1: yeah, we'll definitely watch that. So, anyways, that's his. I just, anyways, I think I know where you really want me to go.
0: S- season two.
2: No, I kind of figured that that was going to come up eventually. Oh. but I knew you because you mentioned something about putting the picture on the podcast.
1: Right, and <laughs> then I found out that with Apple and Streamyard, they don't want to. They don't want
0: to
2: connect. The,
1: they don't want to connect together, so I couldn't just bring the photo up, which sucks because I have no goddamn. Uh, picture I wanted to use for tonight about the race, yeah, but I'm not gonna be able to. I mean, I'll I'll bring up my phone again and just try to, yeah, hit it at the camera, the
2: Camera, but yeah, I figured that was where you were going. Well, I figured the other place you're going would come up eventually,
1: right? And speaking of season two, is Lost Feedways, yes, which is a Dylan Hart Jr. show,
2: yes, great by
1: him and uh, Matthew Gildner, yep, of Dirty Mole Media. And they go around to former tracks. Yep. And either they search them out in the woods. Yeah. Or they're still there just not being used.
2: used. yeah.
1: And then they, at yeah. the end of each episode, if it's a dirt track, they take dirt, the, the topsoil from that track. Or if it's an asphalt track, they go find some loose asphalt and take some asphalt from yeah. it.
2: Yeah. And then they
1: put it in the jar and then Junior's got this shit all his house.
2: Yes, but also. I'm sure
1: Amy's just got to be going, dude, really?
2: Well, also too though they when they do seek out these tracks or find these tracks, they go over the history of them.
1: Right, they go over the history and they also talk to uh, either
2: a driver that actually former
1: former NASCAR drivers, former NASCAR drivers that have raced there, like Richard Petty, yeah, Bobby Allison. I mean, yeah. they've had some really great. But or if it is just a old school dirt track or a local track that you know don't have the prominence of a NASCAR track. They, even, they do talk to people who actually yeah. drove or raced there or whatnot.
2: Just as a little comment on that. There's not very many dirt tracks that don't have NASCAR drivers on them.
1: True. <laughs> True.
2: Because all NASCAR drivers seem to have started out on dirt.
1: Most of them. So, I mean, nowadays you're, you're going to start getting where you're going to start getting a lot more NASCAR drivers that, that their whole career has been on asphalt. Yeah, I mean, I can use one example, period, Martin Truex Jr.
2: Oh, yeah, he's always raced on us. I mean,
1: but then again, you know, that's what happens when you're from Jersey.
2: Marietta, Jersey.
1: Yeah, I know. He's your driver, so you know right where he's from. <laughs> anyway, so this ought be great On starting in August when the Peacock does their premiere of the Chase Elliott documentary.
0: Oh, that'll that be, should be really yeah. interesting.
1: Um, I know I'll be wanting to watch it. Also on July 9th, we found out that NASCAR sends a memo to drivers about next gen crash test at Talladega.
2: So this was a deliberate crash chat test. To yes, see they actually the, use
1: crash test dummies
2: to see how safe these next gen cars are for the drivers.
1: Right. So you want to start reading that little tidbit yes. There. Can you read it, or do I need? I need. That. Uh, oh, you cheating! <laughs> I am. Well, then good. I can make the, the my notes. I am okay. I'll look up so I can fucking. Make the screen go bigger because, you know, some just got bad eyes. Happens when you get old. <laughs> zoom okay. in, right?
2: Yeah, zoom in. Yeah, okay. This, week's, this week, rumors come out online about the safety of the next-gen car <laughs> after it had a crash test at Talladega Super Speedway on June 30th. Jenna, Jenna Fryer of the Associated Press obtained a copy of the, of a memo that was sent to drivers regarding the Talladega crash test. In the memo, NASCAR states, at, and I quote: "After preliminary review of the dummy data from the from the test, indicates good and comparable performance when compared to other or to other right frontal dummy data." NASCAR said there is more analysis to be done, and that work is underway.
1: Tom has a question.
2: Go ahead.
0: Is Ricky Bobby still racing?
1: You don't get it. You've never seen. She's never seen the movie. Oh, Talladega Talladega Nights.
2: Talladega Nights. Okay. Okay. I didn't know that was his name, but I know. Shake and bake. Yeah. The shake. Yeah. The shake. Yeah. That
1: will come into promise when we get into the actual. Yeah race from atlanta this week
2: yes too but no i didn't know that was his name because like yeah, i said i haven't i don't Will, Will i
1: haven't Pearl, seen all yeah, of it Will,
2: Will yeah i haven't seen all of it <laughs>
1: all right real quick i'm going to read the actual memo and this is what it says to all drivers she actually had it like i said she did have a copy of it so i took a picture of it from her twitter because she put it up on twitter so i wanted to see what it said update on ng next gen testing Test was completed at Talladega on June 30th using a current spec N G vehicle fitted with a crash dummy and driven by a robot. Et. Oh, well not et. Oh my god. This is fucking iRobot. This is iRobot shit, man. The process. The processing of all that data is well underway. This includes the correlation and rerunning of models. The team is also identifying additional cases for crash comparisons. Blah, 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 blah preliminary review of the dummy data from the test indicates good and comparable performance when compared to other right frontal dummy data, non-NG or Mm non-next-gen. There's still a lot more analysis to be completed and that has started. Worth noting that through all testing, sled and full vehicle, the dummy itself has functioned nominally. All of this data is being packaged up. It will be sent to an independent panel made up of experts in the biomechanics and safety field. Dr. Radden, Dr. Crandall, Dr. Myers, and Dr. Stritzel for their review. We expect this to take roughly one week. When all of this is complete, we will set up another review with you guys. That's with drivers. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, Kel says something in there. Jim, watch the damn movie.
2: Yeah, I'll have to. I've seen a little bit of it, but I haven't it seen
1: it all. It's fucking hilarious. I mean, seriously, it is fucking hilarious. So yes, they did some crash test dummy work, uh, and no, it's not that. No, it's not that crash test dummies. No, but yeah. Okay, so that- we'll have to wait and see how that all that after everything comes out. Yeah, <clears throat> we're going to skip the July eleventh one. Actually, no, we're not. Go ahead, Kim.
2: Okay. So just a, just a little. So July 11th news. July 11th news is Are you going to give background on this or you want me just to read you it? Let's read it. Kyle Bush. Bo-
1: top one is the headline
2: Kyle Bush blasts Atlanta reconfiguration. Labeling the reconfiguration of Atlanta Motors, of Atlanta Motor Speedway as brainless and angry Kyle Bush. V- Voice fi, voice ver. in other words he voices his opinion joined by joined by a chorus of NASCAR stars miffed they weren't consulted about the one one point five one point five four mile ovals makeover. Why do they need to consult the drivers? In closing a blistering news conference Saturday night after winning at Atlanta in likely the final start of his Xfinity career. Bush asked Speedway Motor Motors executive Don, Motorsports, yeah Motorsports executive Don Hawk for a chunk of the real asphalt, so I can cherish what the real Atlanta look is like. End quote. In one of the several digs he took at management, and I quote, "I sure am glad to win the final Xfinity Series race on a real Atlanta." Racetrack," end quote," Bush said. Okay. What's the? F- There's not any tracks that ever consult the drivers. Mm.
1: First of all, I I take exception to his real Atlanta.
2: Well, yeah, because this is a reconfigured one.
1: Right. This is even the, the real Atlanta. No. This is anything the fucking Atlanta re- re-raced in the eighties and nineties? No. This is, he- is the re. This is a recon I mean, obviously. Ninety-seven. They they did the. I think that's when they actually yeah. did the last reconfiguration. Too. it was
2: ninety-seven. And that's when
1: they paid the track last. So it's been twenty-four years since the track has been paved. Let me double check that. So since I will be my own Jamie,
0: you'll <laughs> be your own Jamie, huh?
1: Yeah. But I mean, I I I do, I do understand talking to current drivers. Hi. Uh, because they drive it.
2: Well, just because they didn't talk to drivers doesn't mean they weren't going okay, to. Well,
1: we, we're gonna get into that after we do the after we do the main race, I think, or maybe we'll do it before the main. We want to do it after or before. Do I don't care. You don't care. I don't care. What do you think we should do? Should we do it after or before?
2: I do it after because right now, the right now the race we're going to be covering is actually on the current surface.
1: Right, the current surface. Yeah. Let's look here real quick. I might have been wrong on. So, originally broke around 1958. It opened July 31st, 1960. It cost $1.8 million to build.
2: I know. It was either 95 or 97 that they reconfigured it. Hang on. I'm
0: looking at Okay. Doing it live. Right? Oh. No. Okay. I just don't understand it. Why?
2: I don't understand what the whole big hoopla is about. After what happened in the race, I wonder if he's changed his tune.
1: Yeah, it was 97. Yeah. So, 97 is the last time they did the goddamn
2: reconfiguration.
1: Reconfiguration. So, well, how.
0: (laughs) Of course, I don't have nothing to hope to do it anyways. Yeah. Uh, Do I dare fi- I don't want to fuck this machine. Okay. Is that Wikipedia? Yeah. Okay. Uh, let me find. There you go. That's
1: the- Oh, fuck.
2: Let me go ahead. Nah, it
1: ain't working. Fuck let me. It, it let me, don't matter.
2: Oh, after I added a screen, you're going to you tell me not to. It don't
1: matter. They reconfigured it to a quad oval, which it is now. And then we're going to get into after we talked about the race itself. We're going to read an article on NBC Sports about what the hell they're going to do to it next. Okay. What do you have? You already had the article
0: up for that. Mm -hmm. It's Atlanta Motor Speedway here.
2: Atlanta. I know it's Atlanta Motor Speedway.
1: Okay. Anyways, I'm going to move to July 12th, okay? In the news.
2: Okay, go ahead.
1: Because I can. Junior Motorsports announced Monday that Michael Annette will miss Saturday's NASCAR Xfinity Series race with a stress fracture in his right femur. Josh Ferry, a part time teammate to Annette this season, will instead pilot JRM's number one Chevrolet in Saturday's Am Better. Get vaccinated 200 at 3 p.m. Eastern on NBCSN, also on radio on PRN. And serious XM, and that race is at New Hampshire Speedway.
2: And then I'll read the next one.
1: Yeah, she's got the last part news,
2: mm-hmm. which is
1: also from July 12th, which is like, yeah, yesterday. Yeah.
2: Uh, yes, it was yesterday
1: because okay, it is.
2: Michael Annette to have surgery could miss X- Xfinity playoffs. And it says, um, NASCAR driver Michael Annette, who missed two races over the weekend due to a leg Injury will undergo surgery on Tuesday, and as I read this, as I read and skimmed the article, um, their tr- junior motorsports is trying to get him a medical pass so he won't miss the Xfinity playoffs.
1: Right, which is what NASCAR has done in the past. They did it for Kyle Busch uh, the year he got hurt in the Xfinity Series race and had and had to miss a few races during the season. Yeah, so they've done it before. Is that even getting bigger? Oh, there.
2: Give it time. You got to realize the computer's got to think. That's what she said.
1: <laughs> Not the think part, but getting bigger. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into the Atlanta. Well, well, I really shouldn't say Atlanta, but Atlanta, Marcy Way, the Quaker State 400 presented by, wait a minute. Whoa. You know what? I just jumped the ball. You know what we forgot? What? what was on Saturday night? SRX. Right.
2: Yeah, we, yes, our ex was Saturday night at Slinger Speedway.
1: Right. I totally forgot about that fucking race.
2: And I know it was a good one because they did the two 12-minute heats. And I do know that uh, their local, their local star ended up second.
1: All right. Well, the local star was called, is called.
2: The local star name.
1: Luke Benhouse. Benhouse. Not to be mixed, not to be uh, mixed up with Ricky spin house i mean i mean spin house
2: <laughs> anyway Did you,
1: you didn't hear this because we'll have to explain why in a minute but anyways yeah no it was a slinger Speedway. oh my god
2: no kidding and it was so funny because how he how he ended up in the he was
1: in the lead for a long time
2: yeah he was in the lead but how he ended up in the race was he actually won on tuesday to get into the race right
1: they held they held a special race on tuesday yeah um and who won that race got to be in the XRX race. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, he was second place. He beat Smoke. He did. But winner was Marco was Andretti, who got the lead after the last restart.
2: Yes. After they decided they wanted to crunch each other's cars.
1: Yeah, it was pretty well a good crash fest that week. <laughs>
2: yeah, it was.
1: Um, Finish out your top or the full field, only 12 cars. You had fourth place, Haley Deegan. Which is good. Fifth place, Bobby Labonte. Uh-huh. Sixth place, uh, Ernie Francis Jr. Seventh place, Willie T. Ribs. Eighth place, Greg Biffle. The Biff was back for this race. Yes. Ninth, Bill Elliott. Tenth, Elio Nevis. Eleventh, Paul Tracy. Uh-huh. Who was playing bumper cars. Yes. And twelfth, Mikey Walter.
2: Yeah.
1: He was also playing bumper cars.
2: Cars. And a little piece uh, just to kind of touch on next week they're at the nashville fairgrounds
1: right they will be at the Na- no is it fair-
2: it is the fairgrounds is
1: it fairgrounds or speedway
2: it's the fairgrounds i sure. believe it's the nashville fairgrounds I
1: thought, fucking speed- I thought it was a super speedway
2: i thought it was fairgrounds we're going know. to we're going to settle we're going to find out exactly yeah, where no, no, we're going
1: to settle sex wow you can mm-hmm. see what's on my fucking mind yeah i can tell jesus christ i'm supposed to be typing srx and i get and i type sex
2: I'm pretty sure I know I know they're in Nashville, but I thought they said they were at the fairgrounds.
1: I swear it was fucking. It just says Nashville. That's not bad though. Thirty-five bucks per ticket.
2: Not bad at all, considering you're going to have the Cup champion there next week.
1: Yeah, right.
2: <laughs> cup champion, uh, Chase Elliott is going to be racing. Oh, no, you're right.
1: Nope. Yep. National Fairgrounds
2: Speedway.
1: Yeah. Dude, that's where NASCAR used to race.
2: That's what I heard on the Dell Jr. download.
1: That's the one everybody wants to go back to. Junior yeah. wants to go there. Uh <laughs> even on DVC they talked about, you know, how the hell why the hell we don't have uh why we don't why can't we run the super speedway and then also run the old fairgrounds?
2: Why not? They give everybody else two races. Why not Nashville? Yeah, but wouldn't be
1: too fucked. It would be two races to Nashville City. I know, but there I'm going to
2: the same track. I mean, they could run one in the spring and run, one, run, one run in the fall because.
1: Yes, let's pop the brakes real quick on Mikey Walter. As Kyle brought up, he is so tall. I never understood just how he fit into his car, right? They were showing his, <laughs> they were showing he's, got, his feet. he's got a size 14 foot. And they're showing how his feet—I mean, pretty well—are cramped. I mean, jammed in those cars.
2: Yeah, they yeah,
1: are. those SRS cars—they're small. They
2: are. I and, mean.
1: and it's not—it ain't made for Mikey.
2: No, it's not.
1: <laughs> yeah, he is definitely one on the taller side of. Uh, what is he fucking six two?
2: I don't know.
1: Now I gotta look that up.
2: But yeah, his his feet are literally stuffed in there, like it's would stuff a turkey.
1: <laughs> I'll tell you one Kel. A really good show. To watch by Michael or with Michael
2: is in a blink of an eye.
1: Right. And yeah, I know it's on Apple iTunes. Um, you can rent it or whatnot, but it's all about pretty much the 2001 Daytona 500 right. after Dell Sr. died.
2: It goes it goes over his career, but it's basically centered around the Dell Del Sr.'s. Oh, I'm death. sorry.
1: Six foot five.
2: He's still tall.
1: <laughs> well, I know he's still tall. But shit. <laughs>
2: Him and Doherty are tall.
1: Oh, Brad Doherty? yeah, fucking Brad's a fucking ex-basketball player.
2: <laughs> Poor Castor Nevis has to go like this. So no, dude, the funniest
1: <laughs> one was when Tony Canon fucking tried to jump up to, to be with him and Brad's like it won't no, work. It won't work. That was a funny part. Yeah, it it's called In a, In a Blink, Blink of, an of an Eye. eye. It, it's also based on his book. Yep. Uh, but it's really good. They got uh a lot of NASCAR personalities talking it, um, including Dell Jr. and his ex wife, too. And and Buff, yeah, I, know, I totally did not know him and Buff, we were no longer married.
2: I didn't either until I watched this, yeah,
1: right. But I mean, it was it was really good.
2: Oh, it's a tear jerker.
1: Oh, that's for damn sure.
2: It's a tear jerker. So if you do find the show, especially, <laughs>
1: especially if you are a Dell Earnhardt, yeah, senior fan,
2: but even I, I didn't, I knew of Dell Earnhardt. Oh, well, yeah,
1: you didn't grow up watching NASCAR like um, I did,
2: and I was unfortunate that way but anyway your
1: your your house watched nothing but football and baseball yeah and but BYU you
2: don't even go there <laughs> we we know my feelings on BYU
1: what what
2: i detest them
1: the bitch yucky university yeah I gotta come on with something. I gotta come on with something bad. Speaking of come episode, let's pump the fucking brain.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Agreed, Tom. Uh, <job. laughs> Agreed. Oh <no> shit.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> on BYU. Anyways, real quick. I know we haven't mentioned this since our first single episode we did. Uh-huh. But you know, we we, we were asking for new theme music. Yeah, we I were. Haven't, I haven't fucking worked on anything. Now I'm supposed to work on shit, and I haven't done it. But yeah, I mean, if you still want to try to bring up, come up with your own theme music or whatnot for us to use, uh, transition theme music, go for it. You know, send yeah. it to me in an MP3, and I'll get it loaded up, and we'll get it added to the soundboard and or yeah. uh, the soundboard app. I have on my on my iPad, which is back there not hooked up today. <laughs> but I would have it out here purposely for that. Well, wait, what the fuck? What? Um. Well, I just realized levels were fuck off. We're fucking off. What
2: do you mean off?
1: Oh, your fucking your side of the mixing board was way the fuck up.
2: Oh, that's not good. No shit. Not good at all.
1: So,
0: hopefully, now it doesn't like Kim screaming. Hopefully, forget the forget syrup of. Uh, Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying a word. Oh, we we could be in trouble here. Let's uh you know on,
1: Was there any fucking we had no ransom that's the SRX, did we?
2: No, we are just questioning. We are just questioning the finishes. On right,
1: that's why I was going. I was going to watch that fucking finish again
2: and see
1: see if uh if I well the problem is they don't really have that rule though.
2: No, they don't. They don't. They have, don't.
1: I mean, and that's the thing is like a lot of NASCAR fans are having a problem with SRX is they're so used to all the NASCAR fucking rules that when certain things happen, they're like oh, I don't get it. Well, yeah, just like they don't understand why they throw a fucking yellow flag. To to bring the field back together.
2: Well, I'll tell you, because what, it makes
1: good fucking racing.
2: It does. It really Not that does. I want to see
1: NASCAR fucking start throwing. I mean, Ugh. don't get me started. Well, yes.
2: They don't even know how to throw the yellow flag when appropriate, let alone throw it to rebundle the to re-rack the field.
1: Bullshit! Because that's what they used to fucking do. They used to throw fucking cautions, right? And they'd say, oh, it's a debris caution, right? And Fox, NBC, or whoever, PNT, whoever the fuck had the this this time, they would search all over the fucking track with their cameras looking for debris and couldn't find it. Because NASCAR was throwing phantom fucking yellows to bunch the field back up. Because they didn't like it. This, I mean, obviously back then, the thing was as well. They're throwing it so Junior don't have a big lead.
2: Well, they sure don't know how to throw them now.
1: What, back to that truck race at Charlotte?
2: Yeah. yeah, and also back to the one with Christopher Bell where he spun out, got the car under control, and, and they he threw the damn yellow. But he didn't
1: spin all the way out.
2: No, he got the car okay, under control.
1: Is, I mean, this wasn't supposed to be the ramp, was it?
2: No, but that was, I'm just saying.
1: <laughs> so let's talk about Atlanta Motor Speedway.
2: Yes, let's. So, uh,
1: hey, I, don't be cheating looking at the fucking notes. I'll, I'll read all the notes. I just want to bring a few things up about Atlanta Motor Speedway. One, there was no PJ1 or traction compound on the track.
2: Which proves one thing. (laughs) They don't need it on any of the other tracks. That track came in just fine. I have to
1: say those words.
2: That track came in just fine on its own. By the time that race ended, there was four grooves in that track. And that was without the PJ1. They don't need to put that. Fucking PJ1 on the tracks. Let the drivers
0: do their job. They did their job on Atlanta. Are you done? I'm done.
1: Good Lord. Well, it's the length of the track is 1.54 miles, so one of our mile-and-a-half tracks, pretty much. Turns are banked at 24 degrees, while the straightaways are only banked at 5 degrees. Don't worry about race lap records, because that was actually done by... Well, that's not fair.
0: I got two over here. What? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes.
2: And then go, Kim.
0: Yes, Kim. Yes, that day, know through you. <laughs> yeah.
1: All right. <laughs> Let's get into part of this before okay. we get into, so. Just before we had obviously no qualifying, no, no practice, no. So of course NASCAR does their whatever the fuck they do to come up uh, the fucking field, which is a bunch of fucking math.
2: Yeah, that I don't even want to rack my brain over. Which I think that method's stupid too.
1: Okay, well we've actually never talked about it, so I don't, I don't have it up how they fucking figure this shit out. So we will do that on a off week. Yes, we will. We'll discuss how they figured out how to set the field. Yeah. We don't qualify or have practice. practice. So which means if we didn't have practice, we had
0: qualifying, what do we get? A competition.
1: Caution. Not But we're not there yet. So before the events, before everything, well, every morning, or I should say. <laughs> <laughs> no. <sighs> Hell no.
0: I fear for my fucking life. Oh, shit. And she wouldn't do it on purpose either. It'd be accidental. <laughs> right? Right.
1: No, she don't need a fucking knife. We'll stage one for a shirt. <laughs> oh, god damn. I just lost my
2: <laughs> You were going, <coughs> um, you were talking about every morning. Oh, excuse me. that? <laughs> You're talking about every morning, and then that's when you got off track.
1: Oh. Every morning before a race, they go through tech. Mm-hmm. That's it, the iOS. And it, right. The iOS tech, or whatever the hell they call it. And they actually show it live on YouTube. Yes, they do. And they leave a video up so you can go back through and watch a little fucking life splash order. They don't eh. fucking tell you a goddamn thing. You know, no, any of that. It don't. Anyways, so due to... Inspections. Sometimes when you fail inspections, you have to go to the rear of the field. If you fail it once, you, you know, you got to go to the rear. You fill it twice, you got to go to the rear. If you fill it, go it three times, you go to the rear, and your crew chief is suspended for a few fucking races. So, Sunday, Martin Turek Jr. starting at the rear of the field at Atlanta. Martin Truex, Jr.'s number 19, auto owners, Insurance Toyota, Joe Gibbs Race. He failed pre-race technical inspection twice ahead of the Quaker State 400. Because of that, Truex will start from the rear of the field instead of yeah. When talking to reporters Sunday afternoon, Truex said, and I quote, coming from the back is never easy, but at a place like this, if you have to go to the back, you want it to be a place where it's multiple grooves, got a wide racetrack, and you can move around on. If we hit it right and our car is good, we should be able to do it. End quote. So your driver, yes, started this race in the back of the pack because they failed pre-race inspection twice. Yes. Do you have any comment on your driver failing on on your driver's car failing inspection?
2: Yes. It's bullshit that these teams push the goddamn envelope and the drivers are the ones that
0: pay the price. that it?
2: I just think it's stupid. Why push the damn envelope and get your driver almost disqualified if you happen to fill it three times? Well, not disqualified, but the crew chief just basically let off for a few weeks and then still have to start at the back of the pack well,
1: but they also get fined too i mean now there is monetary fines to the team uh i believe also point money or point f- or p-
2: points re- points
1: redu- reduced
2: yeah but all in all the driver is the one that has to pay the price because these stupid teams are always pushing the envelope it's bullshit
0: okay Cal agrees it's bullshit all right well we had stages is that it
2: there is one good thing that came out of it though we're not there no
1: so let's get into the stage br- breakdown since we now race stages and not a full fucking <sighs> 400 lap rate or 400 mile race Uh stage breaks would be your stages are Lap 80, lap 160, and then the final stage ends at the final number of 260, which gives us our 400 miles. Obviously, if there's a yellows with three laps to go, then we have unlimited chances at green, white, checker. Tom says, Shouldn't the driver have some sort of say what goes on? Seems like a crappy support team. <laughs> mm, most drivers actually don't get upset about it. Because they really do want their team. Most of them that you listen to would rather have their teams pushing that envelope now in the regular season than in the playoffs. Playoffs, it's worse. Right. I mean, the thing is, is, if you get away with something now and they don't get caught on to, then it can be something you have in the playoffs. Wow. Which are coming up now. What about? Six, six races six, away,
2: six races out. Yeah, we're six
1: races out with this yep. race.
2: Six races out.
1: No. So, again, a lot of times it is drivers like, like Turex, his team, he's already got what three wins,
2: three wins. Yes, we can. So, he's
1: already locked into what they call the playoffs. Yes, and it don't hurt him starting in the rear of the field.
2: No, but it's still bullshit.
1: I understand. Okay, but they're trying to push it and we'll find out what NASCAR will allow and what they won't allow.
2: Yeah, and they're not the only motorsports that pushes it.
1: All motorsports push it.
2: Exactly.
1: I mean, I'm sorry. If I was
0: a driver and my crew chief wasn't fucking bending that fucking rule, I'd want him fired. Seriously. You want to bend that? That's why NASCAR Really has a problem with their gray area, because there's a gray area that can be bit and bent almost breaking point, and you don't get fined. Well,
1: okay, let's go back a few races. Hendrick Motorsports were asked by NASCAR to change their n- the front end nose of their cars.
0: Now all of a sudden they're not out in front. Yeah, well, like I said, like it, like I said, they di-
1: they didn't break the rules. NASCAR just didn't like what they saw, so at that point, they asked them to don't do it again. Pretty much.
0: That's where I. That's where I have.
1: Your rule, quiet.
2: That's where I have issues with all this.
1: So you don't want them to, to push the rule book.
2: Not really, because the drivers are always the ones that end up having to pay the price. And some drivers... Because,
1: because of the fact they got to go to the back of the pack.
2: Yeah. And some drivers, I'm sorry to say, are not as good as other drivers. And that's by no fault of their own. A lot of it, if they're good drivers, are in shitty equipment. Sometimes. And then if you got a good driver at the back of the pack, the people that decide they just want to go Pup, put putt, putt, put, putt, put, putt, 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 around the racetrack, and decide they want to see who can wreck who, then that gets that good driver out of the, the okay, race.
1: But that's part of NASCAR, and that's something NASCAR needs to look into. On either, they're going to start cracking down, and either hold the goddamn real percentage that we're are going to allow cars to be sl- slower than, you know, and if they go below that, they're automatic. and they got one chance to come down pit road and fix it, if they don't, then they're out of the race. Yeah. Which so,
2: which they should have it for all of them. I mean, for all of it, because there are, there's teams that start that just deliberately stay at the back of the pack.
1: Well, it's because they don't have fucking good cars.
2: I know. They don't but, have
1: the money to be be good.
2: I know, but I'm just saying, you have a good driver that. You know, that is at the back of Speaking the pack? Of
1: tr- like Truex starting at the rear of this race.
2: Yeah, like true starting at the rear of this race and somebody that's not, that doesn't have the money to get good equipment decides that the car goes wiggly, wobbly, whatever.
1: You just hit the microphone.
2: Sorry. Wiggly, wobbly like a worm. Then there's an... <laughs> there's a chance oh, that when the wiggly, wobbly car like a worm... Decides they want to hit Truex and take him out.
0: Okay. I, get, I, get, I, I mean, you got valid points. I also got, I think I got valid points. Well, you do, but. You know, if you're not cheating, you're not trying. Nope. They all do it. I know they do. Well, do you hear for... even a minute on his podcast? Well, I know he did.
1: Because they can't take shit away now. I know. Anyways, so st- we went over, right? Stage is eight, lap 80, 160 and 260, which is the final right lap. Stage one started lap one through lap 80. Come. We get competition caution at lap 25. Uh, At that point, we had pit stops. Oh,
0: we yeah. have. Huh? Excuse me. I need a fucking sign. Why do we have a fucking pee break in the middle of our fucking show? Really? Good fucking God. <sighs> Sorry, guys. This is like driving on. This is like going on vacation. Get 50 fucking minutes away from home and.
1: Yeah, well, I ain't stopped for another four hours, so. Anyways, Kevin Harvick, Martin Truex Jr. made contact on pit road. Both cars came back down pit road to check for damage and any tire rubs, and both of them had, didn't have either, so they went back out on the track. And uh, things are great. You got green flag again. Uh, didn't actually write down when we got a green flag this time, but lap 80, we got the green, the green-white checkered. They have an actual green and white checkered flag now. It's a girl thing. I know, Kel. Actually, it's not. My fucking dad does, he's got the same problem. It's probably because he's fucking old. Uh, he's got the same problem. We're like fucking 30 minutes out of town, headed up north, and he's got to stop in the middle of the desert so he can go pee. Hi. Hi. You back? Yes. So, at lap 80, we had our stage winner, and that was Kyle Bush, driver of number 18 Toyota.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Hey, you should really stand up and fucking show off this shirt real quick that we got from the suffocating line, that we bought from <laughs> the suffocating line.
2: Yeah, That's the front of it.
1: Yep. Turn around. Turn around. Turn and
2: around. If you turn around, my
0: hair is not, you can see it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you can see it. All right. You're good.
1: So, stage two actually yeah i didn't go over the top i'm not gonna go over the top five it's ow sorry damn that's my i walk on my own feet
2: okay you walk on the bottom i'll walk on the top
1: hell no (laughs) damn (laughs) sorry i was was talking oh excuse me (laughs) i drink coffee and water all day i uh, always have to stop (laughs) she <laughs> said it was a girl thing Yes. and then I said well it was really a girl thing because my dad 20 minutes outside town boom and that's when <sighs> Tom brought up he does roaches Matt all the time and it's every freaking 20 or so minutes that he's got to go to the <laughs> side and pee
0: <laughs> <laughs> then there's me It's like fucking hold it <laughs>
1: <laughs> nah I'm not that bad Anyways, so stage two starts on lap, technically lap 81, but, you know, obviously, we, as soon as we hit lap 80, we get the yellow flag, so it yeah. takes a few laps, so I actually write down. Anyways, let's get to lap 120, and pit stops begin. Now, these are green flag pit, pit stops. Pit
2: stops, okay.
1: Lap 128, Eric Amarola, driver of the 10 car, starts complaining of rain on the track, and it's getting harder
2: which there was rain but I didn't think it was getting hard.
1: Oh, there was rain. It was harder. getting it was raining pretty good in turns one and two.
2: But in other places but there was no
1: and a little bit there on, on the beginning of the back straightaway but then as they got past that there was no rain from there all the way back around yeah to turn 1.
2: Yeah, cuz it was a hit and miss.
1: Right. And it was the showers and they didn't lose the track. The track was still dry so yeah. The thing was, is Amarillo was out in the fucking lead at this point. They were going long.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah.
1: So lap one, uh, 132, Ryan Priest takes the lead from Amarillo in turn one. And then Kurt Busch takes the lead from Priest on the back straightaway. Yes. In the same fucking lap. Mm-hmm. Lap 137, Eric Amarillo finally pits after dropping to fifth before pitting. So all, of that, all the cars with young brand new tires and shit yeah. Pass, it, you know, at least five of them passed him. Yeah. Uh, after pitting, he dropped to 25th and one lap down. down. Yep. Because it was still a green flag.
0: Yeah.
1: Final lap, Kurt Bush. Uh, so we're at lap, this would be lap 159. Kurt Bush catches Joey Logano going into turn three, but didn't pass him to keep Joey on the lead lap. Uh huh. Which kept Corey Lejoy, as the first car one lap down giving him the free pass or as we used to call it that back looked, in the day, Lucky dog. dog. It's interesting because I have not seen that since we stopped racing back to the yellow flag. Yeah. I, I mean, it was like, because that was the old gentleman agreement. Yeah. Where if the yellow flag came out because back when they raced back to it, as long as the leader wasn't under pressure from the second place car, uh-huh. he would slow down, let Three or four cars pass him and get their lap back,
0: uh-huh.
1: and and not lap the guy in front of them either. Oh, yeah. But that shit. Anyway, we got rid of the race
2: into the yellow, which that right. was dangerous.
1: It was, but that was back in the day we used to do it. Uh huh. So yeah. obviously, so your stage two winner was Kurt Busch. So both Kyle and Kurt are now one on one. By the way, up to this point, pretty much first and second, the whole race has been. Colin kurt
2: kurt yeah the Colin kurt show
1: pretty much was lap 168 we get a red flag and this we're, is, why so we're gonna
2: show you why now
1: at this point of the race we were under yellow flag from the end of the stage and well unfortunately i don't
0: know how well this is gonna show up that's why <laughs>
2: If you can if you can see it right where the red circles are, you can see the pavements coming up.
1: Right. I actually sent a better photo of one of them to Kim. There we go. Right.
2: There. You can see right where yeah, you can see right where I'm moving
1: the phone, not my finger.
2: Yeah, right there where his finger's at. You can see the pavement literally coming apart.
1: Yep. And they brought up on the on the broadcast. Rick Allen brought it up that uh, last time he remembered this happening was <laughs> was uh Pocono. No, was not Pocono. Poconos never had this problem.
2: Okay,
1: was Martinsville.
2: Martinsville, that's what it was. Where I know the
1: concrete one. came up and damaged, Jeff Gordon collected it.
2: Yeah, and d- damaged his car. Right,
1: and then Steve Letarte says, "I don't want to talk about it."
2: Yeah, because Steve Letarte was Jeff Gordon's chief at the time. time.
1: Right, but luckily this time they did not come up, and hit one of the cars, none of the cars hit it. That's good. Yeah, right. So, so obviously we red flag. Cars are still on the track. Um. Anyways,
2: uh repair the track as this surface is twenty four. Right. The red, the red
1: flag was to repair the track.
2: Yeah, hence why there, hence why there is plans to repave Atlanta Motor Speedway starting right after the end of race celebrations. But we'll talk more about this later.
1: Right. So, lap 69, costume comes back out. I can remember that. Yeah. Yeah, I do, too. I was so pissed off at Martinsville. It wasn't even funny.
2: He showed me the play of that.
1: Oh, my God.
2: I I couldn't believe it.
1: All right. So, costume comes back out. Uh-huh. 169. Obviously, we red flagged it on 168. Uh-huh. NASCAR, and they the right there on the front straightaway. Yeah, they did. Just for turn one. Uh-huh. And they, when they came back under NASCAR, told them, told the teams, to get ready. We are going to uh, next lap, and mm-hmm. then start to the race after that. So, cost comes back out after a 20 minute delay to patch the asphalt that has come up. Then, lap once when we did get the green flag, yes. we're back to racing, hoping the hell that this patch will hold. Uh huh. Lap 212, after pit stops, Kyle Busch, who pitted one lap earlier than Kurt, takes the lead.
2: That's the other round I have. What? That When Kurt takes the lead, isn't that where Chastain helped?
1: Not yet. Oh. No, because right here, Kurt. Oh, I wrote that wrong. Yeah, Kyle takes the lead, not Kurt.
2: Kyle, okay. Because
1: it says, after pit stops, Kyle Busch, who pitted one lap earlier takes. than Kurt, takes the lead.
2: Okay, okay. well, you ha- I thought you had to around.
1: No. And pretty much, we we talk about that in F one as an undercut.
2: Yes, because
1: Kyle was actually behind one, one and a half seconds behind uh-huh. Kurt before pitting. Yeah, so just by that one pit stop, uh-huh. coming out one lap, er, doing it one lap earlier, mm-hmm. coming out on the track with fresh tires,
2: yeah. he can
1: make that that time up.
2: Yeah, and then, okay. So
1: this is where I hate NBC. Yes, I know because they switch everything from being. Lap numbers two. The, to, to everything to how, how much, how many laps will let them go?
2: Yeah, starting at 35, and right. The
1: countdown. So, with no, they do it right around uh 100,
2: 100. Okay,
1: or somewhere's in there. No, actually, it's right, it's right around 60 to go. Okay, yeah, because no, that was about 212, so that was 40. So, yeah, probably 40 to go then. Okay, anyways, lap with 35 to go. Kyle was getting aero blocked by cars not wanting to go a lap down. So, what, in other words, what the way this package is, so this is the 550 package. Yes. With high downforce. Yes. Oh, no, wait. no yeah. High 50, 550 with yes. high downforce. Down, yes. Because the 750 with low, low downforce. downforce. Yes. Anyways, so they got these big ass spoilers and pretty much creates this air bubble around these cars when you start catching up the front end. On the guy catching the cars, it starts getting loose and so he, or gets tight. He goes up towards, you know, starts mm-hmm. can't handle can't make the corners faster. So he's gotta drive slower. And anyways, so this starts becoming a normal thing because we had the same thing happen back in the spring, which we'll yes. uh, we'll touch on here in a minute. With 27 to go, Kyle started catching Ross Chastain, who is Kurt's teammate. I expected him to do what I expected him. To do what Logano did in the spring for Ryan Blaine, which was Arrow block Kyle Bush.
2: Yeah.
1: So Kurt could catch up.
2: Yeah, exactly. Which is which what he did.
1: Lap 25 to with 25 to go. Lap 25. 25 to go. Chastain goes behind Kurt. So at this point, is held up Kyle enough with his arrow block and all the other lap cars. And Kyle catches or Kurt catches up. As Kurt goes down to pass him, as they come on the back straightaway, Chastain then allows them to get past him, mm-hmm. right? Realizes yeah. he drops below behind Kyle at first and then slides over behind Kurt and then yeah. gives him the, the bunk draft pretty much to pass Kyle into three.
0: Yeah.
1: So there is when uh, Kurt retakes the lead ahead of Kyle.
0: Yeah. And
1: then we get... Pretty much green flag all the way. We had green flag from the from lap 171 to the end. So winner Kurt Bush, which which tied him with Fireball Fireball. Roberts with 25 wins in the cup series. It was a great win for Kurt. He needed that.
2: He did. He really did. Put
1: him into the playoffs. Yes. It saved his season. Mm -hmm. It also now Kurt mentioned. That this will help him, hopefully, get a ride for next season. However, Dell Jr. mentioned it during the sh- during the re- during the broadcast that he thinks Kurt's already got the deal done, and I agree.
2: I agree with him too.
1: They just not ready to announce it. I honestly think we're going to see Kurt go to twenty
2: three eleven team,
1: right, which is owned by Denny Hamlin and Michael Jordan, Jordan. as a second teammate yeah. to uh, Bubba Wallace.
2: And then, uh, just a little bit of, just a little bit of news on that too. Uh, Chip Ganassi, is it Chip Ganassi? Yeah, Chip Ganassi, Ganassi, who Kurt drives for. for, He sold his team to, uh.
1: Trackhouse Racing.
2: Yeah, Trackhouse Racing, which Which is, is owned by Pitbull. And I can't remember the other owner of it. Right.
1: Pitbull's the main owner. Yeah. Which is a rapper.
2: Yeah. Well, Pitbull just sticks out to me. I didn't realize it was his rapper name. I just, it just sticks out. <laughs> so.
1: God, you old Gen Xer.
2: I know.
1: <laughs> I'm older than you. I know who fucking Pitbull is.
2: I don't listen to a lot of rap, so. I
1: don't. <laughs> so anyways, so we get post-race inspections again.
2: Okay, so there was no issues for the number one Kurt Busch. He officially the winner. The following cars had one lug nut looser missing. The 48 car, which was driven by Alex Bowman. The 20 car, which was driven by Christopher Bell. And the 21 car, m- driven by Matt De- De- De Benedetto; And the 23 car, which was driven by Bubba Wallace.
1: Yeah. And so, really, all I use is this the. Why not it? I don't remember. Anyway, so that yeah. Sunday night story on jc.com reads, Kurt Busch out his younger brother, Kyle Busch, in the Paris' fourth career 1-2 finish to secure his 2021 NASCAR Cup Series playoffs position and take his 33rd, oh, 33rd career victory.
2: In Sunday's Quicker State 400. Why I
1: thought I heard fucking 25. I don't know. I thought I did. Oh, maybe it was 25th overall. Yeah, 25th.
2: Okay, so oh, yeah.
1: Duh. Okay.
2: 25th overall,
1: 33 wins though. He's 25th position oh, on oh, the boy. wins list. All-time yes. wins list. Oh my God. Anyways, 33 career victory in Sunday's Quaker State 400 presented by Walmart.
0: Yes. Which one? 42
1: is? has been particularly good at the one and a half mile Atlanta Motor Speedway. Sunday's win was... His fourth there, most among the current field, and the last trophy given before the historic NASCAR track is repaved and reconfigured going forward.
2: More importantly, Sunday's work was a big statement for Bush, who stated the race with only 25 point buffer in the championship standings with six races left to, to set. set the 16 driver playoff field. Now with the win, he's in. And his emotions climbing out of Chip Ganassi Racing's number one Chevy certainly reflected the relief and joy.
1: He simultaneously simultaneously earned a playoff position and even scored with his brother. And even the score with his brother, each having won two races in the four times they had finished first and second. And I quote, hell yeah, we beat Kyle, end quote. A small Kurt Busch said after climbing out of his car, putting his fists in the air and turning toward the cheering crowd in the grandstands. He
2: also, he also
1: said that he quote, what a battle on an old school racetrack and quote said Bush who has 33 career NASCAR wins. And I quote again, it's been one of those years where I knew we were going to have our back against the wall, just above the playoff cut line and needed to race hard and race smart. End quote. Not too surprisingly, Kyle, Bush moves standing by his car in pit lane was markedly different than his brothers. He felt like Kurt's racing teammate Ross Chastain interfered a bit as two brothers were fighting for the race lead while navigating laps traffic. Kurt led a race high of 144 of 267 laps. 267? Oh, that was 267. See, I really fucked this week week up. The most he's led in a single race since 2015 which was 290 laps at Richmond. And the two each won a stage. Kurt came out behind his brother on track when the final round a pit stop cycled out, but ultimately passed Kyle for good with 25 laps remaining across the finish line 1.237 seconds ahead of his brother. Kyle was able to pull alongside Kurt with seven to go, but unable to make the pass in lap traffic. And I quote, I gave everything I had out. I had there early and then just smoked it behind the 42. Obviously, shows you what kind of driver he is, end quote, Bush. Kyle Bush said. And I quote again, just trying to fight hard after that when I got past, end quote. Or no. Great effort. The guys gave me a great piece. The one was definitely better than us today. I just thought I had him. Kyle continued. Kyle's Joe Gibbs racing teammate Martin Turex Jr. finished third rallying for 37th place starting position. Hendrick Motorsports driver Alex Bowman was fourth, followed by Pisky Racing's Ryan Blaney, who won the Atlanta race in March.
2: Tyler Reddick, Georgia native. uh, Okay, Tyler Reddick, Georgia native, Georgia native, Chase Elliott, Christopher Bell, Matt DeBenedetto, and Brad Kislovsky rounded out the top 10. Noticeably absent from the group is a series only four race winner, Kyle Larson. He ran among the top five for most of the race, but was penalized for speeding on pit road during the final pit stop. He instead finished 18th championship points leader, Denny Hamlin, who is still looking for his first win of 2021 finished 13th. He also was handed a pit road penalty early in the race which was red flagged for about 20 minutes just after completion of stage 2 so track workers could repair track. The, ser- ser- uh,
1: the series moves to the New Hampshire Motor Speedway 1 mile next week on, for the Foxwood Resort Casino 301 and be 3. p.m. Eastern on NBCSN PRN and or series XM NASCAR radio with five races remaining to, to set the 16 driver playoff field. 12 drivers have now earned automatic bids with a race victory Hamlin, Kevin Harvick, who rallied to a eleventh place finished Sunday, Austin Dillon, Reddick are the four highest highest-ranked drivers on points yes so one let's talk about a little bit about that because one thing Kurt brought up during his interview which he 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 congratulated um casting on being a great teammate yes he did and even at one point he even said. Shake and bake,
2: yes, he did,
1: which was from Talladega Nights, Nights, which yes. is freaking awesome. But he, I mean, he honestly, Chastain did his job. He did his job was okay, I'm gonna go a lap down, and since I'm gonna go a lap down, I'm gonna make sure my teammate wins this fucking race,
2: which I, which is what
1: Logano did
2: with in
1: the spring at the same track because yeah. of this package, yeah. So, again.
2: And I'm sorry, every team does it. Every team who has a teammate, one or two teammates will actually block the block the person trying to pass right. their teammate. So really, if you look at it, Kyle had no place to bitch.
1: Well, he does. Well, the thing is, it's Kyle. It's Kyle. If he ain't winning, he's bitching.
2: Well, true. But I'm just saying, his team does it. Every team does I it. I don't have the
1: hatred for Kyle that, like most people do.
2: Well, I don't either. But I'm just saying he should have thought that hey, I would do the same thing if I was in this situation. No, he wouldn't. I, I no would. he wouldn't.
1: No, he wouldn't. No, he wouldn't. He would not do that for a teammate. He'd
2: probably turn the team.
1: Well, he might do that.
2: Uh, no, turning. he wouldn't he
1: wouldn't do that for a teammate. I'll, I'll say that right out. I mean, he is out for he him himself. Yeah. I mean, and that's the difference between NASCAR and F1, because F1 is more about the team, because you got two cars. Yeah. And you're trying to win a constructor championship, which pays money. Oh, yeah. Where in NASCAR, it's the driver's championship that pays, pays money. money. So, you know, yeah. the difference is between the two series. Anyways,
0: it's been mentioned. This episode is literally called End of an Era. Uh,
2: yes. So, as of the end of the race Sunday, Atlanta is now getting prepared for reconfiguration of the track.
1: They're getting. Getting the repaved done and they're also gonna reconfigure the track. This okay, is... so
2: the reconfigurations on the track just to kind of no, just
1: start right at the top. Big okay. changes.
2: Big changes are coming to Atlanta Motor Speedway ahead of the 2022 NASCAR season. Ahead of hosting the Cup and Xfinity series this weekend. AMS announced Tuesday that the I that the 1.54 mile track renowned by drivers for its abrasive surface will be repaved for the first time since its 1997 reconfiguration to a quad oval layout
1: but that's not all the track will also undergo a reprofiling as part of that banking will increase in the turns from 24 to 28 degrees and banking will remain at 5 degrees on the straights additionally the racing surface will become narrower with an overall decrease in width from 55 feet to 40 feet. New widths will be 52 feet on the front stretch, 42 feet on the back stretch, and 40 feet in the turns.
2: In a press release, the track said the reprofiling of the product of 10 months of confidential research, development, testing, and simulation with engineers and iRacing. Oh. So, as, Atlanta, as Atlanta's racing surfaces surfaces aged, we've challenged ourselves to reimagine what NASCAR racing at an intermediate track can be. Marcus Smith, president of president and CEO of the tra- of track owner speedway motorsports said in the release
1: with high banks in the turns narrow width and new pavement technology Atlanta will will unlike will be unlike any other mile and a half track on the circuit it's all new for 2022 and this will be specifically designed for, for close competitive racing we'll see. in other words
2: we'll see it
1: will be daytona <laughs> it'll be <a> mini
2: daytona <coughs> it'll be a mini daytona is what they want
1: <coughs> pretty much
2: so it's
1: going to be a mini Daytona. So the minute. The minute cars hit two hundred and ten miles an hour, it's
2: going to be gonna either have... in
1: practice or in qualifying. If we have either one of those, they're
2: going to play. If they don't, plate. then
1: if they don't, we hit two hundred twenty during the fucking two r- ten to two twenty in the race. The next time we go there, we yes, you're restrictor right, we will plates. have rest- places like Talladega and uh, Daytona. Now here's my thing: you can't re- you reconfigure a track right. Yes. With a brand new fucking car coming.
2: Yeah, that's what I can't figure out. Hold on,
1: here's my thing. What happens if the the racing sucks?
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: What happens if it becomes a shit track?
2: Exactly.
1: Because, as they bring up here, right, Speedway Motorsports has carried out track reprofiles in recent years at Kentucky Speedway, no longer on the NASCAR schedule in 2016, and Texas Motor Speedway 2017. Those two reconfigs. Especially Texas Motor Speedway, fucking ruined that track.
2: Yeah, it did. Yeah, it did.
1: The company also reconfigured Las Vegas Motor, Motor Speedway back in 2006. Now
2: that one improved it, though.
0: <sighs> in a way,
1: the sad part was is Las Vegas wasn't doing that well
0: uh-huh.
1: before, and then all of a sudden, that final race before we were going to have it reconfigured, fucking it was also a great track. Yeah, because he asphalt aged yeah the problem is is if you can't get the asphalt to age right then you're gonna it's good everything's gonna stay on the fucking bottom
2: yeah you're not gonna have no racing no it's gonna be nose to tell just like it normally is
1: right and it won't matter if you put pj1 or not on it because it's brand new asphalt they're gonna stay on the fucking bottom there'll be so much grip on that track it's not gonna be funny
2: they better not use pj1 on that track because that's just stupid and ridiculous it proved this last Sunday, that the drivers can actually do their job and bring the track in.
1: Anyway, so Steve Swift, Senior Vice President of Operations Development for Speedway Motorsports, noted the importance of iRacing in helping to take a lot of the guesswork out of the upcoming Atlanta tweaks.
2: Comment on that. Yeah? Yeah, they teamed up with iRacing, but they don't even know how the new cars are even going to run on these tracks, on this track, because they ran them with the old cars.
1: Kevin Harvick brought it up. Uh, I don't have it, but he did bring it up that while well, he's not against i racing, right? He says the time he's done i racing compared to you know
0: uh-huh.
1: to what he's done on the
0: track, they're completely different animals. Yeah.
2: yeah, I know. It's
0: completely different.
2: Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. They don't know how the cars are going to react.
1: There's been simulations in the past, starting when we first reconfigured this track in 1997. Swift told Reporters Tuesday. It's almost like the difference in video games. If you play video games from the old Nintendos to what they play today, okay. That makes no fucking sense at all.
2: Oh, I know what they're saying. In other words, he's... Well, I know I
1: know. if you played the old fucking video games compared to today, there's a big difference. I mean, I can't go back and... That's why I won't... I really don't give a fuck about going and trying to find a Super NES or something now from back then because... If I even got half the games I played on that, I would look I would look at the graphics going, This shit sucks. Yeah. I've done the same thing with Atari. Mm-hmm. I've looked at some of their graphics going, This shit sucks. Yeah. How did I ever think this is fucking cool. Yeah. Well because it was good for the time.
2: Well, yeah. It was the time area it was I it. Mean,
1: as far as what what you know compared to the video games now. Yeah. You know? I mean, oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. I mean fucking racing games have come a long way.
2: They have. They really have.
1: Anyways, I think what it is, We'll leave it there because I mean, again, like I said, d- the potential driver pushed back, which I mean, the driver's been all up and shit about this this whole weekend.
2: Yeah, they have.
1: You know, they are not ha- happy about it.
2: Well, and then, like, and I see, it, according,
1: to, according to Marcus Smith, though, and all them, they're doing this for the fans. Really? That's funny. I don't remember any fan asking for a, for a reconfiguration? reconfiguration in Atlanta. Now, Georgia had zero. COVID restrictions in place. Yeah. And they cannot sell this fucking place out still.
2: No, they couldn't. They couldn't. You've seen it.
1: Yeah, I know I saw it.
2: So, but yeah, I just I, I thought
1: they, because I really thought there was COVID restrictions.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then yeah. when I found out there was none, and they they couldn't even sell out the fucking campgrounds.
2: Well <laughs> you want my opinion on this? Yeah. They just want one race a year at Atlanta. Put it in the fucking spring, because right now in Atlanta, since they are pretty much south, during the day, it gets fucking Speaking hot. Which,
1: is Tetris still wrong? Yeah, Tom, I'll give you that one. <laughs> I will give you that one. Tetris does still raw.
2: I mean, you're talking in the south in the heat of the summer.
1: Speaking of which, I want to pump the brakes real quick. I totally forgot to do this earlier when, when she got on. Kelly, did you guys end up getting any tornadoes? They were getting tornado warnings, warnings last yeah. night when I plugged on the um sidebar show.
0: Yeah.
1: Fuck. I'm like, oh, God damn. Yeah. That's not cool. But yeah, I mean, I'm they showed Junior playing it on iRacing with a few drivers, and I'm just like,
2: it's not gonna help. It's a fucking not- video
1: game. I mean, I know I know everybody that does i racing. They, they get butt hurt when you call it a fucking video game. That's
2: what it is. It's an exalted video game.
1: It is an. Ex- it is a very expensive video game. Yeah. Because you, one, you've got to have one. the fastest, you got to have premise the ultimate gaming machine for it.
2: Yeah.
1: I mean, you see some of these fucking rigs that these goddamn, P-
2: these, these
1: drivers, yeah. the NASCAR drivers own to do it where they're wrapped around screens and shit.
2: Yeah.
1: And you don't tell me this shit drives the same as it. it, it I, I don't believe it.
2: No, I don't either. And then you got other NASCAR drivers that have just a simple setup. I mean,
1: if that was if that was the case, right? If that was the real honest case, then why do teams make their or have their own simulators?
2: Yeah. Up north of, of us a... had a
1: warning for a couple hours. We got slammed with severe thunderstorms until 1 a.m. Holy shit.
2: Holy cow, Cal.
1: I uh, hate the severe well, fucking Phoenix got lamb blasted.
2: I know that's why I said holy cow because I've I know Phoenix gets blasted. No, they
1: just got blasted like yeah. a couple of days ago.
2: Yeah, I know because we, we were following that storm.
1: We had a haboob.
2: Yeah, I know we had a haboob.
1: At one o'clock in the fucking morning.
2: Yeah, I know that because I wasn't going to bed until I figured out that yeah, stuff.
1: That fucking AC actually kicked off. Yeah, it did. And I I really didn't think it would fucking drop like that. Oh, but I don't know. Honestly, I think that'll probably be my rant next year.
2: Yeah, because I'm sorry.
1: I I don't need. I, I mean, if you're going to see Dellen Hart Jr., when he had Marcus Smith on about the fucking reconfiguration of Atlanta Morris Speedway, he said bring it back to the way it used to be.
0: Yeah.
1: Which I agree with.
0: I agree, too. But, but they're not going to. Well, a good a good example. Look at the reconfiguration for Phoenix. What about it?
2: I mean, they reconfigured that one, too. And they had the playoffs last year. But it still didn't produce. It just produced the four that were, were fighting for the, the France Cup.
0: Yeah.
2: It didn't produce any good
0: racing. It was still nose to tell. true i mean and i'm
2: not saying these next-gen cars i'm not judging these next-gen cars before i actually see them in action next year but how are these next-gen cars going to solve the problem they're always going to be nose to tell oh
1: my god i mean you want to talk about next-gen cars i mean god all the ideas go back to cot
2: yeah the car tomorrow even the car that was a
1: fucking joke
2: yeah, that didn't even produce good racing.
1: Oh hell no. They put a fucking wing on the back of the car. Yeah. It looked like we were fucking going Grand Turismo. Yeah. And then they fucking made a goddamn splitter. Yeah. Which is still in use today.
2: I know, which sucks because all that splitter does it is it ruins it ruins your
1: fucking day if you go in the grass.
2: Yeah, exactly. So if they're going to this is it, this is the other rant I have, and we'll just conclude with this. If you're going to have a splitter, you fucking do not have grass on the racetrack. Because that splitter hits that grass, the cars go like that, and the grass is...
1: I don't think they can see your
2: Cars go like that. No,
1: no. Okay, so the splitter's like here. Like yeah. right here. It's flat to the ground, and like the grass is up here. Yeah. And when that splitter hits it, it just pops it back up. Yeah. And, or bends it under. Yeah. And blows the whole fucking front end, front end up.
2: Yeah. And your day is ruined. Oh, so, yeah, your day's over. So if you're going to have these fucking splitters on the next gen car, which they are, which we they know are. they are. Yeah,
1: we saw Then we saw the video. Every
2: fucking racetrack that has fucking grass, tear the fucking grass up and put either pave it or put fucking something on there that's going to slow it down.
1: Well, I mean, we could always make it look like uh, Paul Ricard.
2: You know, I hate the way Paul Ricard works. Looks most
1: people first of all, look, look, that's the track where they hold the French Grand Prix yeah. for yeah. F one.
2: Yeah, I don't mind, I don't mind Paul Ricard looking that way, but there's, their method don't even stop the cars. They still end up in the wall. But I mean, come on. You're not gonna you're gonna have the splitter, you're gonna get your grass destroyed. So fucking figure it, figure out how you're not gonna have grass on the infield. Because you're just gonna run into the same goddamn problems you're running into now. And driver's days are going to be fucking ruined.
0: Fucking ruined? Yeah. It's going to be fucking ruined, huh? Yeah. You sure about that? Well, they sure in the hell won't race as good as they used to. Uh, Do I have an overhead shot? Go ahead, keep talking. Yeah, I mean, you see it all the time. At these fucking tracks that have fucking... Grass.
1: But oh, you're just into a lot of things fucking all of a sudden.
0: Yes, I am. I mean, Bristol. I mean, come on.
1: All right, I'm going to try to show this the best I can. That is Paul Ricard where they hold the French Grand Prix. The red and blue sections are paint that are supposed to help slow the fucking cars down.
2: You know what? On these NASCAR tracks that have on these NASCAR tracks that have grass fucking just just kill the grass and put gravel in there gravel's gonna sure certainly slow the car down
1: well I agree that's not like CF1 go back to using yeah, gravel
2: because the stupid splitters are just God going damn. to ruin it ruin the driver's day I know I can't believe they're still putting they're still using the stupid splitters on the next young car
1: I can't they want to seal the car off.
2: Which is bullcrap.
1: Well, yeah, it's bullcrap because, you know, that's the one thing we were expecting to see when we went to Coda. Yeah. This year. Because we know how bumpy Coda is, but obviously either they fixed the fucking bumps or we're going to, we'll find out in November. Yeah. When F1 goes back.
0: Yeah.
1: If they really did fix, they didn't look like the track was paved. It
2: didn't look like it, no. It didn't look
1: like it was repaved. So, I mean.
2: Yeah. Well,
1: yeah, was just NASCAR is nice and short. Yeah. The wheelbase is short on it; they don't show up. Yeah. Anyways, are you done?
2: I'm done.
0: Was, done by grass.
2: I'm done. That was my other rant for tonight. Oh. For today.
0: Well, I mean, I don't know why like so much grass. Grass, is so good to smoke. <laughs> I'm not talking that grass. <clears throat> I just.
1: Oh my god, that's the other thing I should bring up. I'm not going to. Did you hear about the uh, uh okay, I'm gonna bring it up. Did you hear about the uh US uh fuck? Sprinter, I think. Anyways, female female athlete who won her Olympic trials. So it's supposed to be on our Olympic team, right? Uh-huh. Well, she can't go because she tested positive for marijuana. What? Yeah, marijuana don't don't give you no Enhanced performance. Sorry. No, it don't. Sorry, IOC.
2: No, it don't. If I mean, anything, it relaxes your body. It doesn't and, give you enhanced right? performances.
1: I mean, she'll be running down the track. Whoa, dude! Yeah. Oh, am I in a race? Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: it's fucking international Olympic community. <sighs> it's bullshit. Anyways, so. So I wonder if the Japanese Grand Prix
1: is in danger still. Uh probably. Of being canceled.
2: Probably. I wouldn't be surprised.
1: We're still dealing with a lot of COVID stuff overseas. Uh-huh. So that's really affecting. So what we got coming up for F1. Oh, we got the British Grand Prix coming up this week. Yes,
2: we do have the British Grand Prix. At
1: Silverstone. Yes. NASCAR is going to New Hampshire, Ken's favorite track.
2: I hate New Hampshire. Hate it's a
1: mile long track that is a fucking rectangle.
2: Yeah, and it'll be nose to tail.
1: And no they'll probably,
2: and they'll probably put fucking PJ1 on that one.
1: They will they probably won't, won't, they probably they won't let they did the did last year. Yeah. Not last year, year before. 2018 they, they did.
2: Yeah. They won't they definitely won't let the drivers
0: do their job. And what job would that be
1: on a flat fucking track?
2: Bring the grooves in.
1: You're not, there is no second groove on that track. In the corners, there's no second groove because it's fucking flat. That's why they put the PJ1 out there. But all the drivers do is say, okay, fuck it, they moved up.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Instead Instead of laying rubber down in the inside corners. Like, that's what the whole point of the PJ1 was for.
2: And it didn't work.
1: No, these drivers said, fuck you, we'll just move up to the top.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: Let's go where the grip's at.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: So, so it kind of backfired on them. Yeah, it did. Anyway, so yeah, so we got British Grand Prix. Yes, we do. And New Hampshire.
2: Yes, and the British Grand Prix is where they're going to do the sprint races.
1: Right, which we've never done in F one. F one. Nope, it's been done. It's done in F two and F three.
2: But not in F one. This is the first time it'll be done in F one.
1: Right. So this will be fucking interesting.
2: Yeah. But they'll still have their little tire
1: blankets. Okay, Kim. Well, here we go. This is what this is, so, this is a new thing we're going to try. Okay. Here's something new we're going to do this, this, this year. Or starting from now, from this episode on. What? For, for the racing podcast. Okay. When we have another race coming up, we're going to
0: give our picks. Okay. Okay. So uh, at one, we're going to go top three Hamilton,
2: Botas for Staffin.
0: That's your pick for
2: yeah. For, that's your
0: pick for the British Grand Prix.
2: Yeah, those will be the three that'll end up on the podium.
0: Lewis Hamilton,
2: Botas second,
1: Bow three and
2: Max Verstappen third. Especially if Hamilton has cleared his head enough to where he's going to.
1: I'm just curious, then who the hell's fourth?
2: That I haven't got that far.
0: Okay. Well,
1: I like your, I mean, your pick's pretty good. I mean, I I don't blame you going, not going against Mercedes, even though you're a Max Verstappen Red Bull fan.
2: I am, but if Mercedes. However,
1: however, however,
0: not knowing what Pirelli's bringing for tires this year, I've not looked that up. Knowing what they brought last year. Uh-huh. Uh-huh, yeah. I'm going to go out, and this is what I'm going to say. Max first. Okay. Max Verstappen first. Second place, Sergio Perez. Okay. So, Red Bull one and two. Okay. At a Mercedes-Dominant track. Uh Uh-huh. Third place for another podium will be Lando Norris. Okay. We need to write this shit down. We got to write this shit down so we have it. So we know it. What we made for picks. You know fuck. So, should we go top five? No, we won't go top five. Well, we'll let's go. Who you think will win, New Hampshire? Tell you who I hope wins. Well, you can pick them
1: if you want. It's your, it's your choice.
2: I hope Truex wins.
1: Martin Truex Jr. driver, yeah. number 19 car.
2: Yeah.
1: Minus he uh, doesn't fail post period, especially.
2: Yes. My, yes. Minus that.
1: Well, I mean, you. you. Nah, I, I don't agree with your pick there. I don't think he's got. I mean, he's got a chance. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. there's going to only be 37 cars there this week. Mm hmm. We can't even fill out the 40 field car forty forty cars, so we're gonna have only thirty seven there
0: and uh you know let's see who do I like in that field i like i think I'm gonna go with uh god damn I love how I come up with this fucking deal and I'm not even really prepared <laughs> to a point. Fuck. Uh I oh, hell is it? You know what? I'll go chase Elliot. Okay. Driver a nine car. Okay. Is the pin not working?
2: That one's being a pain in the butt.
0: Oh, being like never mind.
2: Yes, being like me.
0: I'm joking. You're not a pain in the butt. So final race for the SRF season. Saturday night, CBS, Nashville Fairgrounds.
2: Was it Norris? She said it would be third.
1: Yes. Lando Norris for McLaren.
2: I'm just putting
0: last names.
1: See, I don't even have Hamilton Botos in the top three.
0: No. Okay, so NASCAR.
2: Okay, so I picked Martin.
1: Hey, hey. howdy, M and J's happy hens.
2: Hi.
1: Really, should be happy hens and ducks now.
2: Yeah, because <laughs> ducks like to quack.
0: Right. Quack quack. Ugh. And then you're going, uh, you're going Chase Elliott. Yeah, I'm going Chase Elliott at New Hampshire. That's.
1: Now, I'm going to go, and you know what? I'm going to go double Chase Elliott this weekend. Okay. Chase Elliott is also going to win the S-R-X? SRX race. Okay.
2: So.
1: At Nashville Fairgrounds.
0: Hold how she's writing all these down.
1: Oh, wow. You guys are getting a lot of rain. Yeah, we're doing great. Uh, it's just really hot down here in Arizona, or in the southwest, southwestern corner of Arizona in Yuma. Yeah, very hot. Humidity's up due to all the uh, all the air coming off the uh, uh, Pacific Ocean, and also off of uh, the Gulf down south of us in Mexico.
0: <coughs> oh, excuse me. Damn. Uh, yeah, we're well for us
1: 47% is pretty high for humidity. And plus we still got 14 mile an hour winds.
2: Yeah.
1: Which yeah. means we probably got dust cloud outside.
2: Yeah, probably.
0: Which yeah. means you Can't see very far. No. Nope. Hey, Anyways, you got it all? Oh, are you gonna choose for SRX? I'm thinking. That's a hard one.
1: Dude, I really sh- I need to. You know what? While while, while you're thinking, uh-huh. I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell our fans something, okay. our, our listeners, and our watchers since they're you know we got, we got since we're live right now. Um, I found an interesting cassette the other night.
0: <laughs> you are not going to
2: mention that, are you? Mention what? That certain cassette that has a certain someone on there. It oh yeah,
1: doesn't sound- yeah, yeah somebody did a, uh, a an ad read
2: that wasn't even ad read it was it was my made up ad oh,
1: your made up ad, yeah, for college,
2: yeah uh,
1: where she talks in a microphone,
2: yeah,
1: giving an ad like for a radio, and then look at you later here you are doing a podcast,
2: yeah
1: i think i should i really think i should do digital no. uh Make that fucker digital. No. And. No. Add it to this soundboard. No. And then every so often. When you have, if you have to have a pee break during the middle of the show. I'll just hit hit that ad. No. Why?
2: No, because it's a made up ad and I didn't do well on it.
1: I thought you said you got a good grade on it.
2: I got a good grade on it. I just don't like the way I sound on it.
1: You don't like what you saw on this podcast.
2: That's true. I don't like what I said on the podcast either.
1: Speaking of which, you know, uh, we're we're gonna have to have a few friends on. You know.
0: Yeah, we, we
1: will. We gotta have we gotta have some people on eventually. Yes. Um, especially uh, I I watched where I watched that Escape mm-hmm. Pod episode the other night, the other day for how to make a podcast. One, I noticed in the live chat that
0: uh, DB was uh looking into uh starting a podcast. Oh nice.
1: Yeah. So I mean, it's Kel too.
0: Yeah.
1: So that'd be good.
0: Yeah.
1: But you no, know, and we also get to get uh M and J Happy Hens yeah, on, on here.
2: here, yeah.
1: You know, and talk about let them talk about their channel and yeah you know, and what's going on with them and you know I mean it, it, it it's very educational.
2: It is. It really is.
1: Yeah. You know, no, it's really educational. Yeah. yeah. We need to do that one of these times. We just, you know, and then try to reach see if we can reach out to Joe from uh from Joe Joe did it.
0: yeah.
1: channel where it was
0: his chicken channel. Yeah. But yeah. Other than that. I mean yeah, before we go, I'll tell you my pick. Put chickens on the show.
1: Well that'd be a thing where we had where uh M hands with the would bell come on and then they could share their screen and and, and show their YouTube channel.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, and show you how to get to their YouTube channel.
0: Yes.
1: Because they are in Ohio and then uh Joe Did It is Did in it. New Jersey. Yep. So but it's really cool. I mean we enjoy it. We do. We do. We do enjoy them. But other than that, Kim, I really, oh, wait, yeah, I do got something else. And I
2: do, too. You want to know my pick for SRX? Oh,
1: yeah, yeah. What's your pick for SRX?
2: I say Ernie Francis Jr.
1: Ooh. Like the pick. <laughs> Young buck. Yeah. I'm going with current NASCAR champion
0: uh-huh.
1: and driver, Chase Elliott.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And you're going to go with the SRX regular, Ernie Francis Jr. Yeah like it i like it Mm -hmm. i was gonna bring up one other thing though
0: what
1: something that just went live they got three day early access to it because i pre-order oh yeah new
2: f1 2021 game on the xbox
1: yeah just came out uh it comes out on the 16th we played a little bit of it and called they got a new story mode called breaking point breaking point uh, this will be the last, in my opinion, the last year of a good good game.
2: Yeah, because EA takes over. Because EA
1: bought out Codemasters.
2: And EA don't EA don't do shit with games. And I'm sorry,
1: Electronic Arts. I used to love you and shit, but you really fucked up in the last yeah. they have twenty years.
0: Yes, they have.
1: Um so, video games.
0: Yes, they have.
1: And I don't give a fuck. You better another one, it better bring back out. I want my fucking NCAA video game back. Yes. NCAA football. Yeah. I want it back. Yeah. Now that the players can get paid. I want it back.
2: Exactly. Exactly.
1: That was the only reason why I played Madden.
2: Yeah.
1: Well, actually, I'll take that back. I played Madden because of it was NFL. But then when I learned that you could actually start your as a college player and then move up. Yeah. <laughs> move you know, had, get, try to get your player drafted. Uh, that made it fun to play both Madden and NCAA. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, Tom. I, like I said, they used to be good. But they really had dropped the ball over the last 20 years.
2: Yeah, they have.
1: I mean, they, they, i a matter of fact, I mean, over the last 10 years. Yeah. Most, almost every video game company has dropped the ball.
2: Yeah, they have.
1: Because, you know, ever since we went to this where we had had the systems always technically always online.
2: Yeah.
1: All the new games come out are broken. Yeah, they are. I mean, why are we paying $80 fucking for a broken game?
2: Exactly.
1: And then like, you know, like Don and Brady bring up on the escape pod. You know, why do I mean, really? You really shouldn't buy a brand new game. No. I mean, really. I mean, this one's a little bit different because they don't do a lot of DLCs for the F1 game.
2: Yeah.
1: Um. But honestly, like, uh, like when we started playing her, uh, her, what the fuck is it called?
2: Horizon Dawn.
1: Horizon Zero Dawn.
2: Yeah, Horizon Zero Dawn or
1: Dawn some shit. Zero
2: Horizon. Uh, yeah. That Anyways,
1: one. it's on the PlayStation only. It's, it's yeah. exclusive PlayStation. And we got into it because my daughter's because Hannah's playing it mm-hmm. and. We bought it after we bought at a cheaper rate, uh-huh. a cheaper price, where we got everything, including all DLCs. Yeah. So, like Don was talking about, you know, you buy a brand new game, and then six months later, they bring out all these fucking DLCs for it. Yeah. Well, you saw by then you're no longer playing the game. As I know, Mr. Rossman's brought up on his on his show, I believe it is, or Brady brought up, you know, by then his their their sons were got rid of their games.
2: Well, yeah. You know,
1: they've already sold those games off. You know, if they own the disc format. Now, obviously, I'm a little bit different because I don't buy discs anymore. No, I do. I do pretty much digital, digital all my shit. Yeah,
2: you
1: know, even movies now. Yeah, the only thing I won't, I'm not fully sold on digital for yet, is music. Yeah, mainly because I still like, I still want records. I still want CDs.
2: As you can clearly tell in the background,
1: (laughs) yeah, there's plenty of those. But I don't know. I mean, you're better off waiting almost a year or, yeah. or, you know, six seven months after, for them to bring out, or even wait a year, because yeah. most of the games, uh, I know, uh, d- 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 uh, Oblivion did it at one point where they came out the game, game of the year edition. Yeah. Uh, so did uh, Fallout Four that came out the and that came with all the DLCs. DLCs. Yeah. So you're
2: so yeah, you might as well wait if you're gonna
1: pay sixty fucking dollars. Why not wait that fucking yeah. year to get all the DLCs?
2: Exactly. You know? Exactly.
1: So you're not playing at the same time everyone else is. What yeah. we do? Yeah. And, I mean, I have, I still have one of my biggest, I mean, we haven't played Call of Duty probably in like three or four months and I know it's ticking off Mikey and Hannah. Yeah. Not ticking them off, but they want to play again.
2: Yeah, they do. But,
1: we haven't been, we haven't, I haven't been on that game it, we had about probably two, About two months.
2: Two months, yeah.
1: And I, again, I'm not a big online gamer. I mean, you know, they're like with this even this F1 game. Well, you can you can join esports, or esports thing, or you can play multiplayer online. I just don't do the online.
2: No,
1: I don't want to race against a bunch. Because I mean, the thing about racing against a bunch of people is you get a bunch of people on there, and all they want to do is fucking wreck everybody.
2: Yeah, they do.
1: You know. So then you gotta create a way of of weeding out all those fuckers. Just like you know, like Call of Duty right now. They're they're going or Activision, they're going through a deal right now where they are literally banning accounts for cheating, which is about fucking time.
2: Yeah, it is. You
1: know, that's the one thing I don't like, you know, they everybody wants to bring out this cross platform stuff. But then again, if you bring out too much, you bring out the cross platform, how do you keep the nothing against the PC guys? Nothing gets the PC guys, but how do you keep PC guys from cheating?
2: Yeah, exactly. Exactly.
1: Because they got, you know, on PC, you can do all the different mods and shit like that. And you get all this really cool, sh- you know, stuff that's not made for the game, but it's made by other, you know, other fans. Yeah. Which, I mean, don't get me wrong, that shit's fucking cool. Yeah. You know, especially when you get, like, into, like, farming or some of the simula- simulation games per se mm-hmm. and whatnot, you know, like Farming Simulator. We played yeah. that a few years ago. Yeah, we did. Yeah. You know, We just haven't got it on the new systems. No, because it takes a lot of room.
2: It does. Well, we didn't really play it a lot either. The hell, we didn't. Oh yeah, we played it a lot. But it would be one night you'd play, one night I'd play type thing.
1: Yeah, but then, then when the pandemic started, we found the chicken channels. Yes, we did. Well, we found Joe did it first, and then we, and then we stumbled and or stumbled. I mean. Yeah, uh, Matt, because no, Matt was actually in the chat, chat yeah of Joe did it and mentioned that he had a channel, and that's when I went and found his channel and was on it for a while and then I got off of it, yeah, you know, or I didn't get off it just I would just check it I wouldn't get in the chat and stuff, but I mean we constantly check in daily on all all oh, all, yes. all the chickens
2: we do we want for make some sure. reason we want to make sure the chickens are doing good
1: that's true we like we like watching them all yes, we do anyways, I had up with this shit. Hey, we're four minutes from two hours, Kim.
0: Well, hey, at least we kept it to two hours.
1: (laughs) So later tonight.
0: We will be doing. I
1: almost hit the wrong button. I almost hit the button that's supposed to be for tonight.
0: Uh Uh-huh.
1: So later tonight we'll be doing, on episode 109, we'll be doing Kiss A&E Biography Part 1. That's the A&E Biography Show.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Where we will talk about the band Kiss. And yes. again, it pretty much goes from the, the first that time. <laughs> time for Tom. It will definitely go for uh from 1974 to 1979. I know on the first part. Uh, and that's what we'll talk about. We'll I mean it's pretty much the heyday of the original band. Yes. And
2: it is a it is a two-part biography, but we're yep. going to split it into two different episodes so that way we can cover each episode thoroughly so we're not just missing missing anything
1: right but until then until later tonight 7 p.m eastern standard or 10, eastern daylight time. time
2: yes it's eastern daylight time now
1: well yeah well we are always on standard time
2: i know we are <laughs>
1: which doesn't fuck with me but we no. just don't switch to times Anyways, Tom, you have a good night. Get some sleep. We will be going to bed here soon. Kel, you have a great day, and we will definitely see you and Dragon Buddy later on tonight, and hopefully in the chat. And until then, until later tonight.
2: M- uh,
1: oh, oh, yep. M, M- and J, J. Happy Hens. You guys have a great day too.
2: And hopefully and, it don't. And hope rain it'll stop raining
1: on. so everybody will uh, be able to enjoy a sunny day. Especially the chickens. I mean, the ducks will probably okay with the damn.
2: <laughs> the
1: ducks won't mind the rain, but, you know.
2: Although the ducks will just be out there shaking their feathers.
1: Yeah, that's pretty much the chickens do, too. Yeah. But anyways, until later this evening, y'all have a great time, great day. Get a lot of sleep if you need it. And until later on this evening,
0: see you later. Peace.
1: Peace.